The content expressed on this podcast is not to be taken as fact or inside information. The opinions expressed are for entertainment purposes only. It's all love. Welcome to the culture. I do this for my culture. I'm in like a real classic type of mood. Everything like original. Perfect. Anyway, man. Perfect. Counterculture life. Episode five is going up. Four is just dropped. One, two, and three are classics. <laughs> and um, what else can I say? Stay tuned like I know you do. Thank you, Instagram, for the footage. Holla. Against the number one contender as I enter Cause I get heated like friction Motherfuck your whole jurisdiction React this fact, not fiction Telepathic addiction To this homicidal recital Dangerous and vital to all my rivals Suicide, brainwaves conveys Through the average motherfuckers minds these days I'm all ready to put work in Take ten steps and turn and shoot the first nigga smirking Give a fuck, what's your name? What you claim? Or why you came? Motherfucker, don't explain. Simply, don't tip me, cause I'm simply legging hoes like simply the invincible and sick. Boy, New York, big city and dreams, and everything in New York. Always what it say. You might get food if you come from out of town, but I'm down by law and I'm from the dog. Man, too much. I serve too many people. Too much. <laughs> too much. I serve too many people. And when I finish serving, it won't be no sequel. To his knees, verbally useless. Oh, you got the juice? I squeeze it juiceless. The barbaric, versatile, you know, kin of me. So, how the fuck you inherit my style? Now, out the clear blue sky, I can't deny. Now, the day goes by, I don't get high, don't ask why. Tonight's the night for me to rip microphones into bits and pieces. Lyrical telekinesis gets me in the verbally vindictive. Violent vocabulary vibes to existence. Catch me in the pitch black path. I sit and let the sick thoughts pass through my mental till I hear an instrumental and detrimental verbal with the spitting. The highest of intellect try connecting with the written. Now they face with the forbidden, vocally chosen to explore new terrains, then remain unseen throughout the war. Dips like a lolo with my verbal fofo. The cocoa complexion MC with the slow flow. Show. I takes it to you from the dough. Motherfucker, mentally I go hardcore. I disconnect you, corrupter. MC to vocally void your whole molecular structure. Catastrophic, mystic is missile flick. Hitting them seeds like pits, the deadliest lyricist. New York, big city and dreams. And everything in New York ain't always what it seems. You might get fooled if you come from out of town. But I'm down by law and I'm from the dog man. Too much. I serve too many people. Too much. <laughs> too much. I serve too many people. And when I finish serving, ain't gonna be no sequel. New York, New York, big city and dreams. And everything in New York ain't always what it seems. You might get fooled if you come from out of town. But I'm down by the door, and I'm the dog, man. Too much. I serve too many people. Too much. 
too much. I serve too many people. And when I finish serving, they won't be no sequel. The night I served 2,000 MCs, he lied. Cause he can't none fuck with the DPGs. We lied. Baby, it was the night I served 2,000 MCs. Live, baby. Invincibility is what makes me complete, compete. Nah, you can't even fade me. I'll fuck you, your mama, your auntie, and your lady. This is DJ Easy Dick. And this is the golden shower hour early in the morning. Wake your goat mouth ass up. This is 187.4 FM on your dial. And we're flipping it just like this. For all you motherfucking real G's out there, huh? Come with the real shit. 7.4 FM on your dad. Until the tick-tock, you don't stop. Until the beat beeping, you don't freak. Check it out, baby, bubba in the place to be. My name is Snoop, the one they want to speak. So uh, blaze up the wood and break out the champagne. Because we rolling in the fast lane, trying to find the right lane. Doing it just like You are now tuned in to the Counter Culture Life. This is Deuce Stacks the Guy. Be careful what you pray for with my man International Nash in the cut in the kizzy are we even recording oh we've been recording is this thing even on it is on and we were talking about a topic off mic that i'm going to bring in the podcast with and that is creepy snapchat situations so um as you were saying before there was a time when snapchat was frequented when it was bro can't lie i had that shit going up bro i'll be on it every day um, it was mad fun to me, bro. I would even do like short, like fucking conceptual Snapchat stories where it'll be like um, <laughs> a song, and I would do like different scenes for it, just like on my Snapchat. You feel me throughout the oh, day? Oh, you were so, like, you, you had your own show. Yeah, so bro, if you watched it, it'd be like, oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You could tell, like, oh, Deuce was doing this today or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. So to the point where. He's real artistic with the shit, bro. And I feel like. Your style of social media in general, I could tell that it was uh, from the Snapchat era. Because the way that you, when you do get active and you post, you know how you, how you yeah. catch your angles or you're like, yeah, you be, be real cinematic shit. about it. I'll say that. I'll like, you make shit. simple shit. No, it's funny. The homies, the, homies, the homies hit me and be all like, man, when dudes gonna drop another black and white video? Exactly. I'd be like, what the fuck you talking about? Like, they be all like, when dudes on this black and white bag, bro, it's different. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Um, nah, I co that. Nah, That's a, so, a real thing. So at the time, I was doing Postmates, working Postmates, right? And um, it was like probably one in the morning or some shit, somewhere late. And I had a, a delivery for 800 degrees. So I went to one in UCLA, went to pick it up. And I'm going to pick it up. And this dude like, hey, yo, you rap? And I'm like, yeah, bro, why? And he was like, oh, you look like a rapper. And I'm like, oh, okay, for sure, man, I guess. He was like, yeah, and I introduced myself, whatever, we exchanged info. I was like, yeah, I got a studio, you feel me? So, bro was following me for a minute, and I would see bro would just be in my stories all the time, you know what I'm saying, just looking at my shit or whatever. Like, whatever, a bunch of people look at my shit, I ain't tripping. So, 
he hit me and was like, yo, I'm trying to have a session. I got this uh, rapper from um, New York. His name is blank. I don't want to say it. Um, so uh, he ratched his phone going on. So look, so uh, he don't want the, I don't want to say the rapper's name or whatever, but he was like, yeah, I want to have him a session, whatever. So at the time, um, Space was actually engineering in here. It wasn't me, you feel me? So um, I was like, yeah, I have my engineer, you know, do a session with you, this is the rate, yada, yada, whatever, boom. So I'm in here, post it. The dude and like two of his homies come through and one of them is a rapper. Maybe it was like four people total. So they come through and the rapper start recording and um, it's whatever, bro, Reggie. Um, but he do claim he's big in New York and we're trying to leverage that instead of paying us for the fucking session. Like, oh yeah, I'm big in NY. Nigga, you in LA. My money. <laughs> so right. anyway, we sitting here, and then where the scary part get in, sitting there posted, smoking, whatever. And the dude's like, oh, you got your favorite hat on. And I was like, what you say, bro? He was like, oh, that's the hat. That's the deuce hat. Like, you wear it all the time in your video. Like, this crazy, bro. Like, that's the hat. <laughs> and I was like, you know when something hits you, bro? Like, oh, first of all, I be sketched out when niggas even notice anything about me notice my my favorite hat you bro got on your favorite hat oh yeah fam i was like all that's right that's where you hear like sure. the little uh violin. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah that shit was fucking creepy like after that bro yeah i don't think i invited famo back at all yeah so it's a little tough um, bro yeah i was supposed to turn down the, the audio for the iso but i forgot no nah, it's cool. you just got had it. a little backdrop yeah, we yeah. have some music in the backdrop. Uh, I don't know where you want to go from there, man. Yeah, bro, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> I feel like, um, okay, but what's crazy since we own rap, right? Mm -hmm. I think rappers can be seen as a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? Like, um, people often say, like, uh, artists are the people who, like, their responsibility is to push certain um, narratives forward, the truth, be truth tellers, speak for your community or whatever, right? Or just um, guide people. Guide people also, right? too. I can see the guidance thing. Rappers are seen, people say them as superheroes, you know what I'm saying? Um, a superhero is definitely a they, person with, like, superb ability. And also, right, um, have... Some similarity also people will be like, uh, superheroes, what else? Um Damn. Oh, they always compare themselves to gods too. You know what I'm saying? Like Rakim Allah. Right, right, oh, right. Uh, oh. Yeah, right. everybody, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um that leads us to our first topic. <laughs> Rappers is pharaohs. Uh, set it up very nicely. Uh this man is super well versed in hip hop, man. And um yeah, the connection has always been there, you know? I think Nas on this album cover with the art, he made it real blatant, right? Then you look at, to me, when I look at like a, a modern day version of a pharaoh as somebody who has like a kingdom or like a, a bunch of people that they can influence to kind of do their bidding, so to speak, right? Like they run their land or they section and what they was doing, building pyramids, you know, carrying on dynasties, legacies, traditions. And I feel like that's kind of where we at, is that a lot of... I would say, bro, I feel like... Culture is cultivated through rappers right yeah, now. Yeah, but to give... I can't give a bunch of nigga the pharaoh title. You feel me? Like, to be a pharaoh, you're thinking of, like... Uh, 
Like, if we're talking pharaohs, pharaohs would equate to goats to me. Pharaoh much. <laughs> That's his name. Nah, and I think, bro, a goat in his respective right, bro, it's certain. Like a fucking pharaoh, bro. Bro. How powerful a pharaoh was to people in that time. It was like God than a pharaoh. So what I'm saying is also, I think that uh, development of that power happened over hundreds of years, right? Thousands of years. I don't think... And they lost it, right? At the end of the day, they had to kind of tap in with the spiritual side of things. I'm not saying literally. What I'm saying is, in a spiritual sense, with how they can control things. (laughs) Like, they don't have to pay for things, right? Like, things are gifted to them. Some would even say things are sacrificed to them. (laughs) I'm just saying, bro. It's yeah, pharaohs. Pharaohs is just a lot, bro. Pharaohs, it is a lot, but I'm saying at the because, at the peak, the ultimate rapper. Yeah, but that would only not be a every few. rapper, like and that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's so only said, a few pharaohs. You compare pharaohs to goats. It ain't. It's only a few pharaohs. I feel like rappers. That's uh, what we're witnessing is people that take this holy man uh, journey or this uh, quest to be immortal, bro. Like. I think the ultimate rapper, a lot of rappers want to live forever through their music, right? A lot of pharaohs want to live forever through the shit that they build. You know what I mean? They trying to... And then think about it. They need the people to build it. As a rapper, you not... It don't matter how dope you are if the people don't say it. They need to actually move the units, right? If we looking in terms of units, streams, bricks, bricks build the pyramids, right? Those blocks, building blocks. So if you put the words together to move the people emotionally and you can get them to build their communities, build themselves, build wealth. How many rappers do that? No, how many bricks would you say? 90. That that Jay lost. How many bricks? bricks, (laughs) He moved every brick that Jay lost. 92. Because we're saying that like... uh, Well, Jay Electronica rapped for Allah, right? Like he really a part of the nation of Islam. Yeah, I think he still, I think he woke some people up and exposed a lot of people to that. So I think bricks were moved in terms of culture. I think but you said it's units though. Well, is Jay Electronica so this is what I'm done? This is, what I'm is he done? No, but this is what I'm saying though. I don't think units define nothing. That's a part of like the That's like for example, there's niggas who ball out every season who don't make the all-star game. Who? Who? It'll be niggas every year. They're like, this person was snuffed from the All Star game. I don't know now. That's crazy. So you telling me that this rappers right now that's lit but don't have influence? They not moving nothing? But that's a part of the industry. I think that's though. what's being lit the, though. But you speak about the industry. No, I'm talking about just the game. I'm talking about because the industry to me is about accolades and and numbers. And I'm talking about what's visible is... How can you be lit outside of the industry if it's the music industry? Uh, Because you can be lit beyond the industry. Like, But you have to go to the list to get... Yeah, you got to be in the... That's like saying you a a nice baller, but you're not in the league. Like, yeah, well, if you're not in the league, then you're not really a baller. So, yes, you have to be in the game. You have to be a part of the number system because your numbers count. Your stats matter. Let's... Let's get that out the way. Stats matter. But what I'm saying... 
I would say this: stats do matter, right? If you're all playing at the same rules, the same parameters. But the fact that the way music is set up, bro, we can, we can, listen, we can put the same stats up. Yeah, and I can make more money than you. That's but why then, stats don't matter. But money is a stat. That's what I'm saying. That's like that's like uh, minutes played, right? Yeah, we average the same amount of points, but like I take less shots. <laughs> you feel me? That's the nigga that's like. Yeah. So I really feel like the conversion rate matter, bro. And when you really hooping, you know that. Because well, that's a knock on Iverson. Niggas used to always be like, oh, he take 30 shots to get 30 points. Right? So when you compare it to influence or the game as an artist, I think, for one, being a rapper is also a bold statement as an artist. Because nowadays, rappers, it's almost like they don't even get the respect of someone who says, oh, no, I'm an artist. Oh, yeah, you can you can be a painter and get way more respect than you would than being a rapper. That shit weak. When rap is hard as fuck to do. <laughs> when you do it good, right? Like, but it's because it's so many people who do it bad. And that's the issue. The people that do bad paintings, we don't see them or hear about them. See, that's why I'm that's why I'm saying that stats don't matter because it can be somebody really bad who has great stats because he has great stats that are a household name, but they're really bad and they're making the whole art bad. I'm not going to weigh them up against Exhibit C. All I know is that Exhibit C came out a while ago and it still uh, has the same potency. And I really think that it didn't move the units longevity... It's Fucking, a stat. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Fetty Wap, My Way, is way bigger than Exhibit C. No, way bigger. Fetty Wap is one of the ones. Yeah, go. Oh, shit. His music lately, still smack. Fetty Wap talented, man. And I think... Uh, so you would compare any Fetty Wap music to Exhibit C? No, nah, I don't think they're in the same uh, genre. That's like... Nah, it's like comparing uh, home runs to dunking. Or three-pointers. So I'm trying to see what's the... So this is the thing, right? If if quality doesn't dictate how we rate something and now they're in different categories, then how... No, do I do think quality dictates because I think one thing about quality is that you can determine it by what stands up over time, right? If we both had the same T-shirt on, but I wash mine 20 times, you wash yours 20 times, and mine look the same and yours don't, then you can already tell what the quality is. Because it, it, it faded. Whatever yeah. faded out over time, yeah. due to wear and tear, right? Natural progression. Everything got to age. And that's why, I like... So, it's, so, bro, it's almost impossible. Because, for example, right? Fucking uh, pump it up. Start popping again 20 years later. Because Joe started popping. You feel me? But you would say, right? If somebody was ready to pump it up to something else, they would be like, yeah. Well, you would also argue with me as a person that grew up in the basketball culture that women's hoops are never get as exciting or rated or watched as much as men's hoops. I saw hoop. it online. There was a version with you seen the one online. You seen it where they were all like <laughs> in bikinis and twerking all the time. Oh, I did see but that league. Yeah, Bro, I saw that league. That league was it was disgusting because the guys in there were acting. Like it was a strip club. Like thirsty. Yeah, but if they just let them hoop, people watch that. Yeah, but people also watch this uh, Final Four run more women. The women's game got more uh, views than the men's game. Yes, but college basketball for men is trash. It's been trash forever. Man, this Final Four was lit this year, though. College basketball, though, as a whole, is trash. The tournament was lit, though, this year. Nigga, it's like, it's like having... Um, this man said, no, college no. ball is trash. So you didn't trash? see the uh, 
Hillbilly Kobe's highlights when he schooled Desmond Bain in college at Oklahoma. They played TCU. <laughs> this nigga hit, hit him for 40 and the game winner, bro. Uh, Austin Reeves, AR. Bro, AR <laughs> at Oklahoma in the tournament just a couple years ago because they both young. <laughs> hit, a, hit Desmond Bain for 40 and so the game winner. This is, what I'm, this is what I'm saying, right? It's not that it don't be dope games in the tournament. But for the amount of games that's played and the amount of teams and the way that they play, it's overall trash. It's bro. like, why, like, bro, honestly, yeah, women's basketball is going to be more entertaining than that shit. And seeing these niggas pass the ball around the perimeter for that's 21 really how seconds. You feel? Bro, this year in the tournament, one of the craziest plays I saw, a dude crossed somebody over at half court, made him fall, and then hit the game winner at the buzzer, bro. That happened in the tournament this year. I was so surprised it didn't get more coverage. And the tournament's hella full of buzzer beaters, too. Bro, it's so many. It, that's what it be. And that's what I be liking is it be the unlikely heroes. Yeah, I hate the Princeton, like, I was watching their games. It'll be like 49, 51. Yeah, like, it's so low scoring. It remind me of like uh, basketball back in the day. Like the 60s, yeah, 70s. Yeah, was trash. You're right, you're right. Like, that's what I mean. And don't be like, it wasn't niggas there who was balling. But it's still like, you know what I'm saying? They trash, bro. I'll like, give you that. But also, too, right? I feel like music is a big part of um, everything. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of um, funny how we circle back to an earlier episode where we were talking about how um, Future's um, sort of catalog, right? Mm -hmm. Catalog includes March Madness. I'm saying, which I feel like, bro, it's like, that's, I would have sold everything but that. <laughs> everything but March Madness. Just because the tournament every year, bro, you can make a March Madness movie just based off of that fucking Just song, having that intro. Bro, like, just having that song come on in the beginning of the movie. You already won the movie. Bag, bro, that fucking 75 million. What if you made you would have made that at the box office? Bro, what do you mean? He already did a soundtrack for uh, Superfly. And he was responsible for being a, you know, producer on that. So, like, he got yeah, that's like, understanding of the the game. Yeah, that's crazy. But, um, so, speaking of what's crazy, the intro to the Creed 3 soundtrack, done by Dreamville, the intro is called Culture. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to take our little uh, segue, let y'all check out some of this Creed 3 Dreamville. This is Met. This is a uh, Mez, Reason, Simba, and A. Every 
everybody wanna be a real nigga but are you willing to die on that hill nigga reverse the roles how the fuck you gon' feel nigga talk a big game cause i've been up in the field nigga culture 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 got a gay key from the vultures culture culture melanated soldier Culture. Yeah, yeah. Look, if niggas talking culture, I got lots to speak on. We ain't buying that bullshit. We need our refunds. Started from the bottom like tree trunks. Three trunks, past, present, future, Vegeta, son. Where he on? It's reason. Ghetto pass, tough as nails, brother. I done dreaded more shit than double XL cover. Still color. Y'all put pussy on the pedestal and look what fell from it. Love my black queens, but we need real women. Can I get a hallelujah? Broke in, I'm intruder. Push her all white foreign. I've been driving in a Luca. Jesus, thank you. We done came away from racing scooters. Look, scoot to the side, rap here, cause I'm alive. I've been working on myself, you see the heart I spilt. Yeah, Trump ain't even fucking with the walls I built. Yeah, sharks ain't even fucking with the jaws I feel. You know the women love Reese, love them more. It's a gift, it's a curse, it's a disease. Evil's a Lucy moving. Take a L, you see why all my niggas is losing. Look, I'm improving. Reese, the definition of culture. Dry down Central 20 years from now, you'll see a reason, Scotia. I'm so constant. Everybody wanna be a real nigga. But are you willing to die on that hill, nigga? Reverse the roles, how the fuck you gon' feel, nigga? Talk a big game, cause I've been up in the field, nigga. Culture, culture, culture. Got a gay key from the vultures. Culture, culture. Melanated soldier. Culture. Hey, cooking crack on a hot water heater, that's culture. Pouring lean in a two-liter, nigga, that's culture. Loaded f and when I'm on the block, that's culture. Shooting at the ops like cops, shoot at the culture. I do what I want, y'all niggas do what you're supposed to. The record, but I'm living like I'm Sosa, Nova Scotia, two-tone toaster. If God turned men into women, I'd be Oprah. Rich and Rovers, buying Dior, just the fuck hoes who rock fashion Nova. I come from the Bay where we stretch bricks like yoga. White women play Gucci Mane and they Toyota. I flooded out the rolly, my nigga, this ain't a bova. Got my bitch twerking for Birkins off the mimosas. Got more money in these Amiris than I'm supposed to. Draco on the side of the sofa, this for the culture. Everybody wanna be a real nigga. Reverse the roles, how the fuck you gon' feel, nigga? Culture, culture. Got a gay key from the vultures. Culture, culture. Melanated soldier. Culture. My boy, that's J.I.D. from Dreamville. <clears throat> Look, reason we had to, uh... Mm. Oh, his bars? You laughing at me? Yeah, laughing at Pass me the lighter, man. My boy. <clears throat> I told him I was gonna hit him with some accents. He don't know. I got about 39, 45 personalities up in here. They all sound the same. It don't matter. They, they different. All sound exactly the same. They, they can't. You know what I mean? It's like South Park. It is. They like four niggas. It's one nigga. <laughs> Sick. Nah, real shit though. Uh, we gotta put more respect on Dreamville name. Just like you gotta put more respect on Carson, man. Like I, they gave you reason and absolute. <laughs> I mean, nah. I mean, all love, bro. I used to record out in Carson, so I ain't got no, nothing bad to say about Carson. But um, it's just interesting. Uh, Remember that body language discussion we had about how facial expressions. 
That's why this is not recorded. Except <laughs> <laughs> so we got the feds in here. I forgot. But yeah, man. Um, shout out to the city, to the big C, the big C arson. Yo, that's all I got. <laughs> they got an IKEA, man, and a college. They do? Like a, a trade college or actual? No, the 13th grade, Cal State Dominguez Hills. Oh, yeah, Cal State Dominguez Hills. Yeah, shout out that. to them. Look, I thought it was people going to think I'm hating, but I mean, that's just kind of like one of the easiest Cal States to get into. And it's no knock. See, but like when people go there, they don't be finishing. That's why the school don't be. You gotta, you gotta chill out. Niggas don't be taking it serious, <laughs> B. You gotta, you gotta. That's like when Ricky Bobby was like, "With all due respect, that's some bullshit." Like <laughs> you can't say that. Gator don't take no shit, bro. I'm just shit. saying, like, I'm. I got my paperwork. You know what I mean, I got a couple <laughs> degrees on the wall. This nigga nasty. Matter of fact, one of the schools I went to went to the finals in the NCAA. You know what I mean, shout out to San Diego State alumni right here, man. Yeah, I was there when uh, my boy Kawhi. Yo, I'm I'm ready for these playoffs, but we're not talking sports today. Somebody we, was dissing the fuck out of San Diego State Online. I mean, hey, no, they be getting the hated on for sure. They was like, bro, they said nobody Sandy. cares about them. Just to be honest, they said, <laughs> like, damn, they said that was the worst offense I've ever seen from a team. Bro, they the, was cooking in the beginning too. I watched it and then I had to turn it off. But um, this Dreamville situation, they did the Creed, Creed 3 soundtrack. Which right? listen to right now, right? This is Big Sean ESTG. Uh, this song is called Anthem. It's the soundtrack version. I ain't no Big Sean in a minute. But yeah, we about to pop. Fuck Big Sean. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Not worried about it. I'm just letting y'all know that Dreamville Fest was a success. Uh, I watched it on Amazon Prime. First off, amazing um, camera work, angles. Uh, lineup was fire. I'm yeah, sure y'all can check um, it out. I heard like Cole was really uh, active in um, set list. Mm-hmm. Even um, people performing. You know what I'm saying? Like he was very adamant about what songs they performed and um, was there for like their rehearsals and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like making sure like it really went up. I could believe it because I think um, it was flawless. That's all I can say. I think as a Fan of the culture, they gave me exactly what I needed. And I think my favorite part was seeing all the hip-hop whites enjoy themselves Jesus. because that's a now a part of the culture. Like, young kids that are, like, 21 that grew up in hip-hop. Deuce, how old are you when you started listening to music on your own? Like, when you started to, like, go to get the music you wanted to hear? You, like, 13, 12? 11. 11, right? An 11-year-old kid right now, today, in today's hip-hop world, what are you going to get? Sick. NBA young boy, hip hop whites, bro. If you and you you know how much your music influenced your style of everything. So like, imagine the white kid that hoops, <laughs> who listens to like Juicy J, Wiz, Mac Miller, <laughs> like that era. Yeah, he's out of control. Yeah, he's literally Jason Williams, like 2.0 right That's now, somewhere. It's a lot of white chocolates. I'm just saying, it ain't, it ain't just one <laughs> Jason Williams. It's like a whole... So that's what you took from the Dreamville Fest? Man, that's what I took from walking around L.A. on Melrose, bro. Sick. Like, I'm talking about... So wait, when was the last time you were on Melrose? Yesterday. No, oh, uh, three weeks, a month ago. <laughs> like, uh, I frequent Melrose, bro. I go over there because, for one, you know, I'm just checking on sneaker prices and things like that, like steals. 
You know how we do it at the low consignments. So shout out to Cool Kicks. And I heard on the low they be having fake kicks. Yeah, hear that for me, counterculture life. Damn. So, um, you know, I just be looking for shit that's a steal, like slightly used, but like a good price. Uh, they got a few thrifts on Melrose, and then if you just bust a corner and hit uh, Fairfax, you have newer sneaker consignments that are competing with Flight Club, so yeah. you don't have to just fuck with Flight Club. So, Flight you know. Flight Club is out of this world with them prices. You know, and I just feel like if you can undercut them somehow, save yourself $100 or three, <laughs> go do it right next door, because it's a bunch of hip-hop whites that have opened a store. This nigga's sick. Yo, I think they need respect on their name, man. Matter of fact... That don't I, sound like respect. Hip-hop whites sound like a diss, even though it's just a description. Well, I don't know what else to call them, because they're not unifying. They're not speaking out. Like, all of... <laughs> like this, Look, the I was kid, about to this, just say uh, too much. The kids of Eminem. Yeah, the children of Eminem should all band together. They probably on Reddit in the forum somewhere. Speaking Apparently, children, Reddit is lit. Speaking of children of Eminem, how we feel about Logic? How you feel? Because I don't feel no ways. I don't... Let me see if I got logic on my computer. How you feel about logic saying nigga all the time? <sighs> he now, also, he black. Apparently he black. So, But logic brought his black daddy out to, 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 and said nigga in front of him to like show it was... <laughs> okay. Yo. It's like fam. I just feel like it's too extra. The world is so extra right now, bro. Like it don't take all that like, even at to logic, be black. Logic, why you want to say nigga that bad? Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Why is you so bent on being accepted? And, bro, you know you look like Superman when he's sick. Why the fuck? Bro, that shit is crazy. He do. Like, when Superman's... I know. He don't... Like, on a kryptonite smoothie? He don't he have like uh, the black trait. Nah. You know, the characteristics of being black. The melanin. That's what I'm saying. Nah. It don't look like he got much melanin going on. Yeah, bro. Yeah, nah. I'm not a fan of Logic, man. I actually found out about him through rap sessions. Somebody came in there one time. And suggested, like, oh, you know, you should go listen to Logic. Tell me what you think. It's like, oh, okay. It's crazy. The, um, the bro Noah, um, I think he's on Instagram. Noah EP. We used to, like, hoop together back in the day. Bro's a uh, A&R over at Def Jam. Logic. Oh, he brought him over there. Logic. So we could blame Noah for this fuckery. He also brought Janae. So me, he brought Janae. Um, Okay, 80s. Oh, they was fire, bro. I'm okay. He redeemed himself. I think YG too. All right, cool. Yeah, shout out Noah. Yeah, man. Uh, I want to play 03 Greedo. Shout out to them. This nigga is one, he in his music mode. Tonight, nah, I'm man. just I'm really happy that uh, <clears throat> he's out. You know, I think anytime an artist could get home safely or get some type of legal justice in the game. It's so what happened worth with celebrating. Uh, I guess y'all don't parole. I, I'm not trying to be too, you know, okay. caught up in all of that. I just know that he dropped a tape to celebrate him being home. I just keep it to the music. I just listen to the music, man. Okay. And, um, you know, speaking of listening and keeping it music, that's why I rock with Gucci, man, because he has forever evolved throughout the industry and throughout his career. I read his uh, documentary, not his documentary, his autobiography. I read his autobiography recently and got more insight into his, like, experience as he tried to build himself into a label and a, a brand and an empire. Yeah. And I really respect how, you know, his artists are known for 
being authentic and in the street. But his latest tape, 1017 Up Next, it's an EP. He's giving people opportunities to submit freestyles. Yeah. And to my surprise, uh, none other than Deuce Stacks is getting ready to rip every instrumental apart because that's the kind of artist he is. He's an obsessive overachiever. So, you know, Gucci says, send me a song. This nigga's gonna run up a tape of all three. Yeah. And he's gonna keep the Gucci verses on there and it's gonna look lit. Yeah, bro, that's the plan, man. So we're gonna get some attention over that. Gucci Man and Deuce coming soon. Yeah, my man, uh, Karan probably gonna mix it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, happy Yo, uh, is this something that you normally do as an artist? Uh, do you rap over other people's beats? Um, I have done it um, before. Uh, when I was starting out on my solo career, I did a um, tape called Other People's Shit where I rapped over like some of my favorite classic beats and some current ones at the time. Um, a lot of Kanye beats on there. Uh, Biggie, um, Hov, Wayne, um, shit, uh, C-Murder. Um, fucking, what else? Uh, I think Tyler Creator beat. Yeah, Tyler the Creator beat, but I think Kanye produced it. Okay. Um, yeah, but that, yeah, so I did that. I did another project called Waves, where I was rapping over, like, um, a lot of, uh, acoustic kind of Philly R&B beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, some Erykah Badu, some Jill Scott. Um, but then I had some New York on there. Rapped over, um, 54321, Method Man, uh, a bunch of different shit, yeah. So, so there are times, yeah, bro. I've done like three tapes like that. So, um, but I haven't do done you, it in a minute. Do you support that genre of beat jacking in other genres of art? So, like uh, movie remakes, for example. Hmm. I don't think that's the same. It's not the same. Nah, a movie remake. A lot of times they'll like take the framework. I mean, it depends on the type of remake, I guess. Because you can't take someone, they take the framework of the bones or something and they make something new. They're like also, the house party. Yeah. Not a fan? Nah. I mean, I, I'm a fan of the city being a part of it. But what fan. was wrong with it, though? Because uh, I felt like, I'm first off, you know, people going to fry me. Try to be transparent, right? I just, I don't have uh, the house party movies in my Rolodex and memory the way most people do. Like, I didn't sit up and watch some shits on tape like that. Okay, so I'll tell you the difference to me between this house party and the other ones is uh, it wasn't about the house party. Oh, wow. It was about the characters. You know what I'm saying? The other movies were. The other movies were. Everything was for the party, yeah. You fell in love with Kid and Play. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fell in love with, like, the aspect of their story. You fell in love with Tisha Campbell on there. You fell in love with uh, A.J. Johnson. You know what I'm saying? The swag on there, too. Martin. You wanted to dress like them niggas. Yeah, like, it was that. This part, it was, I felt like, more focused on it trying to be, like, a bunch going on as opposed to, like, the characters. Like, Yeah, because I'm hearing that people are saying it's like a bunch of skits. Yeah, like, in the first one, bro, like, Kid's mom had died. You know what I'm saying? So his, his dad was a single parent. So he was dealing with his son, and his son got into some shit because some nigga talked about his mom being dead. You feel me? So then he got suspended, but was supposed to, you know what I'm saying, be, uh, he was supposed to be at the party that night that play was throwing. That was, like, the final one, and Kid had always wanted to rap, but was spooked. You feel me? So it was a bunch fucking going on just for Kid. And then 
he had these bullies he dealt with because of what they said about his mom. So he got in a fight with them at school, and they was on his ass, and then the police got involved, and it was some police niggas that was chasing him. You know what I'm saying? All this is a void of the fucking party. Like, it ain't got nothing to do with the party, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then at the actual party, it was like cool, you know what I'm saying? But that wasn't, it was really just saying like, oh damn, is Kid gonna actually get this woman? Cause he don't get no bitches like that. Then it was like, okay, but Play is here and it's like Play Party, you know? It was like a bunch, you know what I'm saying? But you were still invested in the characters. And even that, like Kid and Play had like a, a rivalry. Like they battle rapped against each other. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that was a part of the shit, so. So they failed on that reboot, but the story was intricate, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. there's a movie I'm, dying to see remade, bro, but I love the Superfly reboot. Like, I'm a fan of certain reboots, but they need to bring back How to Be a Player, bro. They need to redo that. I don't know if they can, bro. Can they? I don't know if they can. What if they made it from the woman's perspective and it was her, though? Or it could be both. You could see both. Similar to two could play that game, but just done better. I'll just leave it. You leave it alone. Player, Yo, they could do a lot with that story. Cause just leave that. You can't be an old player. Leave. It could oh, be his son. It could no, be Bill Bellamy's son no, getting the game from no, Bill Bellamy. Oh <laughs> no, 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 no more, no more. Yes, they doing yes, white man can't yes, jump. Bro. They doing white people, man yes, can't people jump. People have kids. People they should have left that alone. Okay, look, we understand there is a thing. People have fucking kids. Like a but mad. just because we have kids does not mean that's the fucking plot to continue every storyline of all. Of no, all. Oh, you know this. They is the did have kids. Bro, yeah, come on. coming to America, it was his kid. No. <laughs> Bro, that shit is weak. <laughs> that shit weak. Niggas it's be very like, weak. So should you just change the whole thing? Or you should find a creative way to continue the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Yeah, let's do it. Continue that's the story. Be, they could, they honest, can't continue how to be a player. It's players honest, right bro, now. The only movies I really fuck with that have continuations is like sci-fi and horror movies. It's the only reason why. Because the story is so wild, you can actually come up with a tangible reason based off of some crazy laws that don't exist where it's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, it makes sense for this shit to happen. But to just be like, it's the kid. Come on, man. It could be somebody else, like... It could, but who got... I mean, a replica story, like, this is my thing. What are the chances that some shit is going to happen similar with a whole new group of people? I don't know. It don't have to be similar. It could be a whole new group of people, but you can still use the framework for, like, the way the story arc goes. Like, all that shit that's to happen with Kid, it didn't have to happen again the exact same way. But you have a formula laid out for like, all right, well, what connects here? You know what I'm saying? As opposed to his mom dying, it could be like, oh, fucking the kid's coming out. That ties into whatever. Damn. Now he dealing with the fact that some people he was cool with just found out he came out of school. So now they fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that could like... party, though. Bro, it's the same. Kid lost his fucking virginity on the first one, bro. Like... All right. It was a lot going on. I'm just saying. Did they the, remake the wood? I feel like the wood was based off a timepiece, and they tried with dope. And it didn't dope work. was the wood remake. Yeah, that's what oh, I feel like. Shit, I feel like it connecting the be. culture. I feel like it tried. To <laughs> and be. dope was a a dud. A lot of people said it was a dud. Yeah, it was. A, I'm not from dead. that side of town, so I don't know how accurate it was. You know, I don't know what that looked like over there. Yeah, I know what good shit looked like. Good shit look like when you see something that's good, it makes you think that's how it was. 
regardless of you being like, oh, me, it could be. You know what I'm saying? It would be like, nah, it's just how it was, bro. Like, when you see Strata Compton, you wasn't like, oh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you wasn't from Compton, everybody was like, oh, that's how Compton is. Yeah. And dope didn't make y'all look bad. Nah, it just it's... made you look like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh... Roll Bounce was way better Roman- than Romanced a lot. I feel like Roll Bounce was way better than dope. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, yeah, we got one day we gotta uh, throw some respect on Bow Wow acting name, man. His raps, like Mike and Robots. No, no, we could exclude like Mike, <laughs> even though like for, Mike is a classic. Even though, though. For, yeah, but I would say I just don't. That's a classic under his belt, though. So I would say like Mike, all Robounce, about the Benjamins, and nah, and lottery ticket, lottery ticket. Him and what's the name cooked on that. Uh, you know, I truly think. Bow Wow was just a talented dude. I think he was built for entertainment. But I think, like, all things, you know, his, his wave passed. His time came and went. What was funny as fuck is um, I was watching this interview. I was on YouTube while I was on YouTube. And uh, they was talking about a lot of lottery ticket, right? And it's this one scene on, like, the roof or some shit where Brandon is, like, going off. He's like, nigga, we got no money out here, cuz. Like, I'm broke, nigga. Something, something, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, that was like the best scene. Like, he was acting his ass off. But it was because he was really mad. Because Bow Wow was taking forever in his trailer. <laughs> and he was doing certain shit. If somebody was going to fucking cancel the movie. So what are you talking about? Oh, I'm wow. broke, nigga. He was, he was serious. Yo, that's, that's why it real so funny. Real. I got to go back to that. that funny as fuck. I got to go back to like, that. that. That movie was fucking low-key tight, bro. Even Tierra Marie was good in that movie. Moving on, uh, our movie theaters back. I feel like uh, they already need to get back in one, man. I ain't been one in a minute. Why not, bro? I've been to the movies a few times lately, bro. Yeah, bro I don't. I mean, they I back. Mean, I'm worried niggas coughing, bro. But you know, you can select a seat now, and you can see, you know, you can pick a seat where it's like two between you on each side. That's what I did, and the movie was crowded while I was in there. It and the thing is, a crowded movie theater now is like at seventy percent capacity. You know, it ain't nothing crazy. It wasn't like packed out. And I went to a matinee during spring break to see a kid movie. What movie was that? Mario. How was it? So after I watched it, I felt. uh, Was it better than the um, live version? Way better. What? (laughs) Way better. So I'm going to tell you why it was good. I'm going to tell you why it was good. And I'm going to tell you why I didn't like it. Or why I didn't love it. Because I, I liked it a lot. I will go see it again. Um, first and foremost, details. They capture so much about Mario. And I saw it's because the dude from Nintendo who created the story was a part of the process. So he wasn't going to let them leave nothing out. You okay. feel me? And I respected that. I'm glad they went and got Hitachi Nintendo. You know what I mean? Whatever his name is. <laughs> I wish I... No disrespect to my uh, guy. Because no I remember disrespect. seeing his name... On the credits from Super Mario, uh, from Mario Nintendo, and just seeing his name brought me. It already put me. They won with that on the opening scene because it made me feel like I'm playing Nintendo. Yeah, bro. It was certain transition scenes where they were going throughout the city or going from like A to B, and they make it look like the video game, like the side screen. That shit was fire, bro. Just the transitions, the way they animated it. Yeah. Costume design, movements. If you've ever played any of these games. There were scenes where they were running like on Smash Brothers. 
And it was like, bro, yeah, the fact that y'all captured that on this little obstacle course right here, sick, because that's how Fire. it is on Smash. Fire. Mario Kart, bro. And the best part was I was able to hear kids in the audience with their commentary. That's why I felt like the movies are back, because when kids are talking shit or predicting the movie or giving you their reactions, you know, what's happening with the movie. Yeah. And I'm watching it where they were entering into Diddy Kong Land or Donkey Kong Land, excuse me. And then they got to the part where they were building their carts. Yeah. And as soon as they got done, before they even take off, the kid, because the movie came out Wednesday. We there on Friday. The kid was like, oh, Rainbow Road. And the next scene, they entered from Donkey Kong Land to Rainbow Road, and they racing. And I'm like, if it was that predictable, I'm lost. That's crazy. <laughs> right? That's crazy. And I'm like, yo, this kid got to be like 10, 12. But he having a good time. I'm having a good time. And I just kept critiquing the movie because in my adult brain, we wanted to be not good. I don't yeah. know. We're just like that. And I was actually going there to brighten my day. So to be in Mario Land and see how well it was done, I had to go read the critics. I'm like, what the fuck are people saying? And then it was like, oh, well, yeah. When you look at it like that from a movie standpoint, there was no elaborate story. They kind of wrapped it up real quick at the end, and there were things that they missed that they could have highlighted that they didn't. Yeah. I recognize that as I'm watching it, duh. It's because it's expensive to do our animation for a long-ass runtime. And it's for kids. This is for 10-year-olds, yeah. not for your 40-year-old ass. You know what I mean? It's not for you to be here treating this shit like it's Saw or like it's fucking Avatar. But see, that's what, that's what the, the superhero movie being at the forefront has opened everything for critique like that. Like, a Marvel movie, my nigga, is a fucking big deal. You know what I mean? Like some shit about a comic book. That shit is disgusting. Because I feel like let, let kids, let nerds, let fans of the culture, just let us have what we like. And as I'm watching it, bro, I highly recommend that if you ever played any of them games, if you ever beat any of the games, let's start with that. Because it's one thing to play it, but everybody ain't got what it takes to beat the game. Yeah, I never beat a Mario game. Bro, if you can ever say I beat a, you like beat a, a Mario, Mario game, any Mario game, I think that's why they made Mario Kart, bro. They had to uh, bridge over. Yeah. That was their, like, uh, pop hit, their Miley Cyrus World, hit. I went far, but that shit had a lot of love. That shit was forever, Oh, no, bro. actually, that did be Super Mario World. Yeah, everybody did, bro. Super Nintendo, that's how you got yeah. hooked. And that's what made you want to play Mario Kart, because that came out after. And that was on yeah. Super Nintendo, too. And then by Mario 64, you was old. Yeah. But... Mario Kart... Mario 64 was annoying, though. I know, but, like, Mario Kart 64 changed the game. Slapped. Yeah, you know? And that's why we got it now on the Switch. Highly recommend it. But the animation, the... the uh, I got Mario on my brightness. cell phone right now, bro. Yeah, bro. And for anybody to fuck with Mario, this shit is... It's worth looking at, man. Even if you just stream it from the comfort of your home, support the Mario movie. We need to... Uh, Encourage them to make a part two because I can tell you they didn't highlight Luigi's coming out party. Like, it was interesting because they painted him to be a coward the whole movie. Spoiler alert. But they never showed how he got any courage, but he could fight at the end. Uh, the whole movie was about Mario, and I didn't. that's what I didn't really like. Because uh, Luigi could have had a dope situation. They already had Luigi's mansion, and it looked like he was going through Luigi's mansion to find his backbone. But then they just fast-forwarded that. So, like you said, that's either probably going to be on, like, the extended version or it just was cut because it cost too much. That's, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah, 30 minutes, that's too many. 
and that make the movie a full two hours, and that make it a good movie, perfect for me. It, that's the only thing I felt was missing. And then within that 30 minutes, they could have made Bowser more powerful and made Mario have to use more of his abilities. Yeah, they could have been on time. It could have been a lot of shit. But it will be. I think Bowser going to come back. Jack Black was too good of a Bowser, bro. And um, I'm just looking forward to, like, if they build it similar to, like, the Lego movie and keep Never it going. But it's a few of them. That's my thing. Yeah, it's like right? Batman, Star Wars, a bunch of them. Lego 2 and the Lego movie I saw it the first one and I instantly I'm in there and I knew they was gonna keep it going cause it's so funny bro it's like it's like a clean version of South Park meets Robot Chicken okay right imagine the claymation and like the, the cleverness of Robot Chicken but just in a linear story where it's all connected <laughs> it was hella funny bro the Lego movie is like you and your son will enjoy the Lego movie Shout if you want him son, to play man. Legos. Legos is impactful for the culture. So that's what we're going to challenge y'all to do. Get you some type of puzzle, Lego purchase, and just keep it tucked away for a rainy day. Instead of like a board game, go get you a Lego set somewhere. And then one day, eventually do it. Because hey, you're going to need that. Um, one of the most agonizing but popular board games of all time is what? Monopoly. Monopoly. Perfect. Now, Monopoly has a card game called Monopoly Deal, which has all of the frustrating aspects of Monopoly gone. You can finish Monopoly game in 15 minutes. You feel me? And Elaborate. So, Monopoly Deal is you have the, I think, chance cards and community, whatever the fuck. Um, but you pretty much play to get three matching sets of cards. So, like, if a property has two sets, you know what I'm saying, it's worth this, whatever. So, when you pull a card, it could be, like, you got to pay whoever owns this this much or that much or whatever. But you also have other cards where it allows you to, like, take somebody's set, you know what I'm saying, or reverse their hand. It's like, that shit makes mm. you uno. You feel oh, me? wow. Bro, that what? game is so much crack, fam. Monopoly Uno. Monopoly deal, bro. I know. That Monopoly deal. Yeah, but I'm saying Monopoly Uno, bro. That shit is like, it's crack, bro. Yeah, it's one of the best games I've ever played. Okay. Bet, bet. I mean, I think that's our hour. Yeah, man. Um, it's the power hour. <laughs> yeah, Look so, out for that really good EP yeah, on the way. Yeah, 420, man. Um, shit, we may just have to drop this early just so streets can have it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, like it's available to, when it's available, man. Just stay tuned like I know you do. Yeah, man. Everything really good. Just do stacks of God. Be careful what you pray for. And we are.